The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of the Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. No, definitely. <laughs> no, no, no. The zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House in Baton Rouge, 2572 City Place Court. They have 136 draft draft beers. They have a 50-foot TV. They have late-night menu till 2 a.m. You're like four weeks out from football, man. And you got Premier League soccer starting the second week of August. If you want to get up early, go there for breakfast or whatever. I'm sure they can accommodate Newcastle. Newcastle. So, uh, oh, well, they're in the championship, so they got, they got demoted. Everton, we're going to finish mid-table again. Uh, so the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. You can go to their night, watch Alex Bregman. He got promoted for the Astros. He's playing third base, playing, doing awesome. Uh, they're awesome, the Pelican House. You should support them because they support us. Uh, Saints had distressing news right before the podcast. Teron Armstead is on the pup list. Uh... Andrew, this is bad for a couple of reasons. First, he's probably like the second most important player the Saints have besides Drew Brees. But also, with Cat Terrell moving on to bigger and better things away from NOLA.com, we won't have a media member that's strong enough and tough enough to pester Sean Payton right off the bat (laughs) with injury questions. She used to do that. She She used to go right in. She had no fear. And, and 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 I don't know. Like, are we going to get updates about it now? I don't know. Yeah, if, who's going to be the person that's like Sean? I'm sorry, I have to ask <laughs> this, but you know, <laughs> anybody injured? <laughs> um, so we'll see. I mean, there's a couple new guys. You know, maybe that'll you know, develop into some new personalities. You never know. But um, yeah, the, the Toronto Armstead stuff is concerning. I mean, Mike Triplett came out and said via a source hashtag sources that. Um, <laughs> He uh, that that the injury is not something to be concerned about. So hopefully that will resolve itself quickly and he'll be back. The thing, I mean, the really the main thing that this opens up the can of worms, so to speak, that makes me really intrigued is all of a sudden you have this hole at left tackle, and how do you go about addressing it in practice? And I feel like, you know, the obvious answer here is if you're going to miss Armstead for any length of time, then you put Andres Pete at left tackle. It makes easy it, may, it makes sense. But the problem is you're trying to develop him at guard. And in a perfect world, we picture Armstead being healthy at left tackle and 
Andres Pete's going to need those reps. He's going to need to develop at guard. And, and ideally, if he's going to end up playing guard, you want him getting all the reps at that position in training camp to be ready when the season starts. And if so now up, it's like, who's going to be? You, do you keep do you keep Pete at guard in practice and let him develop there, and put an even lesser guy at left tackle? Who would be the left to, tackle? Man, I don't know. I mean, you so Tony Hill Senio, is he still on the team? No, he's not. Um, no. I mean, you could you could you could do Senio Kelamete, yeah. oh, yeah. um, who yeah. who played left tackle. So I mean, it, but you know, the big question is, is he going to start at guard? Um, you know, he's he's in a battle with Ooh, Lolito most likely for the other spot. So um, I, I guess for now it's him. Now is is it was Armstead placed on pop? designated to return or is he on pup where he's like it's, missing the no, first? That, you're confusing that with ir when you start on pup it just means that you're you're on a reserve until oh, yeah, you're right, you am. start practicing so he can when you're on pup you can return at any time in training right camp. and ir ir designated to return is what after the first six weeks you can come back or eight weeks yeah yeah it, although that rules change so it's the rule for that is after week six they can Say okay, he's returning. At which point you go back to practice, but for you're not available weeks. to play. Yeah, for until two weeks, and then you're not until the after week eight. Exactly. Right. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. but the new rule states you don't have to designate that guy anymore. You can just like who, whenever week six comes, you just pick one guy off your IR. But it can be any Kevin, one of the guys. Kevin. Kevin. That's when, the new rule. So you don't have to enter the season designating designating a guy anymore. Kevin, okay. when do you and me start to panic in the preseason uh, about Teron Armstead not practicing or playing in games? Like, when do we panic? Like, week two, week three in the pre, game two, game three in the preseason. Well, when do we? When do we start to well, panic? Okay. Well, okay. So, because Sean Payton uh, apparently didn't give uh, enough specifics as to what uh, Teron Armstead's uh, problem is with his. Uh, with his uh, knee injury, I decided to do a little detective work on my own. I went to ye old uh, webmd.com, yeah. uh, marvelous resource here that we have uh, in the 21st century, and I typed in a bunch of symptoms that uh, Taryn Armstead has or seems to have or may have. I don't know because, again, <laughs> Sean Payton is mysterious. He's like a, honest, like a dagger in European pound. But we know it's so, a knee? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, so, so... Taron Armstead could have one of the following 35 injuries. An ACL knee injury, bursitis, repetitive motion injuries, the gout, tendonitis, dislocated knee, stress fracture, a a posterior cruciate ligament injury, bursitis again. Oh, no, that was tendonitis before. Rheumatic fever, sickle (laughs) cell, a knee meniscus tear, knee strain. Spanish flu. Psoriatic arthritis. Rheumatoid arthritis, pseudo gout. I guess that's not really the gout, but kind of. You think you have gout, but you really don't. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping for that pseudo gout. Sounds good. Uh, Chondromalacia patella, insect bites, insect sting, lupus, Lyme disease, patellofemoral pain syndrome, sickle cell disease, sporotrope. Sporotrichosis. That sounds something like Star Trek. Sporotrichosis. Like Kirk has got the sporotrichosis. Zika. Zika. A chemical burn. Obesity. 
Osteochondritis, defecans, Hinox, <laughs> Shawnline, Purpua. You get three to five. Poison Ivy, Oak or Sumac, Shingles, Crohn's disease, so Sarcoidosis, Ulcerative Colitis. What has to do with your knee? Now I feel like I have you're no fucking idea. Hey, listen, man, like are you going to argue with? Are you going to argue with WebMD? Kev, Doctor Hell, Doctor Hell, can you give us a diagnosis? And, oh wait, oh wait, oh wait, hang on a second. I'm sorry, I forgot the last one. Cancer. That's it. Cancer. It says he's. It says there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming. And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. He's probably got cancer. Yeah, you've, so. list, you've listed <laughs> every ailment that resides within the Achilles <laughs> tendon of Junior Gallette. No, what what does Crohn's disease have to do with your knees? A lot, a lot, Dave. You're going to question Dr. Held? Have, are you on WebMD? <laughs> no. I don't, think you, I don't think you are. Hey, look, listen. I I watched Trapper John MD when I was a child growing up. I am qualified to search WebMD. That dude that lived in the trailer in the parking lot was totally cool. But, Kevin, did you sleep at a Holiday Inn Express last night? Uh, no, I did not. So before we did, get... you sleep at your lady's place last night? Ooh. No, I just fell, I fell asleep on my couch and just woke up like about an hour ago. Was so, your dog licking your face? So <laughs> no, well, no, my dog was just sleeping at my feet. With your dog <laughs> licking your balls? Oh, uh, no, he's actually chewing on his toy right now. It got, this got weird. Uh, Until you put peanut butter on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> But now it's not weird at all. No, it's not. So before we get to this, the most overrated Saints player, uh, Junior Galette, Andrew, continues to give us podcast topics long after his exit from New Orleans. In the, always in the offseason, too. Always in the offseason. Which is really thoughtful of him. He, you know, uh, I, I appreciate he him giving out, us he, topics when it's really bare. He blew out, another, he blew out the other Achilles. Yeah, that's brutal. I, I can only think of one in my 35 years of watching, well, we'll say 20. In my 35 years? Yeah. Let's, let's say my 29 years of following football. I can only recall one guy ever tearing both Achilles in back-to-back <laughs> seasons, 
and that was Cam Cleland. The no, tight end of the Saints. no, Cam Cleland. He's the, it, it, on the all. How that end up for him? We he the, never came back from the second one. When we do the all, <laughs> right, in, exactly. when we do the all injured Saints bracket, Cam Cleland is a number one seed. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. one. I mean, he he's a number one. He's a number one seed. He got injured. He got beat up with a sack of coins. I mean, he poor Cam Cleland. He, yeah. He, so, Junior Gallette is, and then he, is and definitely... Then he pulled a, and then he pulled a dead man out of a car or something? <laughs> Junior Gallette is definitely proof that, uh, that, that karma does, in fact, exist. But I, I thought it was funny, though, because on Twitter he posted... Did you guys see the video he posted? I guess it was supposed to be... It was a video of him practicing and just doing reps without, without pads on. And I guess he was did, just showing everyone how recovered he was before he got injured again. Yeah, I, I thought he was supposed to. I thought it was him showing him when he actually got injured. I thought they actually got it on film because because the video was attached to a tweet that was like some not in these words, but it was you know kind of like I can't catch a break. And it, oh, he said something like, "When is the rain gonna stop?" Um, <laughs> you know, kind of like you know, like, when is this gonna end? You know, like you know, like 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 it, that, <laughs> was, that was that was his. That was how he was. That was his metaphor that he was using for how miserable his life uh, is. And it was funny because I kind of one of the replies, and some dude was like, "When you stop beating women and own up to your shit." <laughs> so, so Kevin, here's the here's the here's the million dollar question with Junior Gullet. Now that he's going to have more time to spend on social media, <laughs> okay. to, when to, to promote his to promote I know his where this is going. When, when does he periscope? Mickey, send me the check. Is it before the season opener or after? <laughs> uh, I, I hope after. <laughs> the Saints play after. the Redskins again this year? No, they play. Uh, uh, too bad. No. Oh. Poor Junior. Um, so, Junior, thanks for giving us uh, just more jokes on jokes on jokes. Uh, so Wait. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I, I got a real quick one. Hang on. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, radio, Radiohead. Radiohead coming out of a Burger King drive-thru speaker. Classic. There we go. Cl- classic there happy go. hour. Uh, so... Me and Andrew got into a – I wouldn't say it was an argument. It was more like a discussion about uh, – more, like more like a pillow fight. For pillow fight. Because uh, Pete, Pri- Pete Prisco <laughs> – Tickle a, fight. P- Pete Prisco <laughs> did a column of the most overrated player for each team. And he did Jarris Bird. And Jarris Bird is just a lazy pick of the most overrated Saints. Because nobody thinks Jarris – nobody is going into the year thinking Jarris Bird is some great safety. He's been injured. He's a shell of his former self. Like, nobody thinks that He's Jarris- the starting safety for the Saints, though. But he, but nobody th- nobody is like, Jarris Bird, he's been really good for the Saints, and he's not. Me and, and I, But he we, was a star for the Bills, and, I mean, ba- based on the contract that they gave him, they obviously felt like he was – But he's – the best safety ever. But I don't. I don't <laughs> view him. I don't view him as overrated in a sense of he's not a player where Saints fans have really high expectations going into this year, and they're totally insane. I don't really me. think it's a fan based thing, though. I think it's either like the team overvalues them or the media does. And I don't think it has much I, to do with. See, the fans. I don't think that's a good. I don't think he's a good choice. My cho- My choice 
for the Saints was Ellerby. In that fans have this notion that when Ellerby plays, everything is cured on the defense. Because in the quarter and a half he played in 2015, they were well the statistically. Defense. Well, but last season, I mean, wasn't that the case though? I mean, wasn't that true? I mean, he was he was he's a lot better than like garbage, which is the rest of the linebackers, not Anthony. But I mean, but like last season when he last season when he played, wasn't the defense better? I mean, I'm not saying it was because of him. It could have just been random pure. Coincidence. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm I mean, not going mean, to name names, but there were Saints no fans that referred to LRB as elite. elite and top tier. He's played when he, healthy. He's played more than That's ten games true. one time. But that, so he was my choice. But Andrew, who would be your choice for most overrated Saints? Would you agree that it was? Uh, would you agree that it was it Bird or is it somebody else? I mean, again, uh, my question would be: Are we talking about fans? Because then, I mean, if we're talking fans, yes, we're talking I about fans. That, I don't, I don't care about okay. na- national media that are lazy. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think I would definitely put. I just think every year there's young players that fans just become fascinated with. I mean, Nick Toon used to be that guy, and oh, I, I just think I, I just think there's guys that we haven't even seen yet. Like, we haven't seen them on the field. We have no idea what kind of contribution we're going to give to the team. And fans are ready to put them in the Pro Bowl. And, you know, this year it's like P.J. Williams. Everyone thinks he's ready to be a starter over Keenan Lewis. And P.J. Wilson, I mean, P. J. Williams' stock I, is high. I, 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 hope he, I hope he's great, but, I mean, I would just love to see him play one game ever before we even, declare him a starter. Game. He hasn't even played in a preseason game. Yeah, so I, I would say that, you know, the stock on P.J. Williams is really high. Um Man, in terms of overrated, um, I mean, Laurinaitis, maybe. And Dave, you know, do, Dave, do you have an overrated guy for the Saints? No, I, I, I agree with, I hate to say it, but I agree with Pete Prisco. Nah. Kevin, do you that's agree it, with Pete, that's Pete it. Prisco, too? I'm never saying that ever again. <laughs> I don't I mean, think I would, I don't think I would agree with Pete Prisco if he told me, it's night outside right now. <laughs> You'd be like, where? All right. Well, I'll throw yeah. three. I'll throw three names out there, and and I want you guys to tell me. I'll, I'll give you one each. You tell me, overrated or underrated? Okay. Uh, I'll start with you, Dave. Kobe Fleener. Um, I would say neither. Properly rated. Yeah, properly rated. Even though they paid him an enormous amount of money, you think he's worth the money he was paid? I'm I'm starting to think that he's going to be Breeze's number one target. I, I think he's going to have a crazy amount of catches and and yardage. Sounds like you're overrating him, <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. Who you got? For no, I, I don't. But see, that's the thing is, I think that he's going to live up to that. So he's okay. Not fair enough. All right. Well, we we need to see him play with the Saints yeah. first. So that's fair. Of course. Um, all right, I didn't give this one to Dave, and in a minute you'll understand why as soon as I say his name, actually. Uh, Ralph, this one's for you. Mark Ingram, Mark. overrated or underrated? Dave's boyfriend? Yeah. Uh, he's overrated because people forget what? that people for, because people he, did, for, he did, didn't make a Pro Bowl. Because people forget that he's injured all the time. So he's overrated by Saints. People, people forget that he's, he, he's, he's never made it through a year without getting hurt. So I think sure. he's I think he's overrated. All right, uh, this one this one's for you, Kevin. Kenny Vaccaro, oh overrated or underrated? 
Uh, I'm going to say slightly overrated. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's fair. So I, I would venture to, I, of those three. I, I'm. I mean, I like Vaccaro. I, I don't want to dog the guy, but oh I, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I yeah, I'm tempted I to like say Vaccaro. I'm I tempted mean, you, to say Vaccaro is the most overrated. The thing is, when you pick a safety at that spot, that high in the draft, like they got to be really good. And Ken, and Kenny yeah, Vaccaro is just exactly. Kinda, Kenny Kenny Vaccaro is kind of. Oh, he's okay. He's not a he's not a bust. Which he had a is, great rookie year, and then a disaster sophomore year, and then last year. I mean. We we think he was good, but he was still on the worst secondary of all time. Yeah. So By you know, it's, right, right. So. so, all right. So, so before before we get, we're going to get to the worst uh, Saints quarterback round two. We have a ton of Twitter Twitter questions, but we will get to the the worst Saints quarterback tournament. People got excited about that on Twitter. They were firing stuff up. Um, so, uh, me and Andrew have been texting back and forth. So, round two, number one seed, Heath Schuler, number 17, Danny Werfel. Kevin, who you got? I'm going to pick Schuler. Yeah, I, I got to go. Hello? I, yeah, I got to go Schuler as well. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's so – I mean, maybe I'm just – it's weird. The, the things I remember about Danny Werfel – or I remember him beating Peyton Manning, and I remember his helmet being on backwards and getting just destroyed by the 49ers. Like, so I don't have like a negative connotation of Werfel, but like Heath Schuler, like I have a visceral like the the hate like bubbles up in my mouth. So Andrew, who you got? Well, here's the thing. I'm gonna say. I mean, I'm gonna vote for Schuler as well, but this is closer than you think. Um, and the main reason I say that is the Saints had both of these guys at the same time. Yeah. And Werfel was so bad when he replaced Schuler that they went back to Schuler oh, at one I point. About that. So I'm just saying, like, we're, I'm going with Schuler here, but we can't forget that it was so ho- miserable and horrible having Werfel as their starter that they actually tried Schuler again for a while. Dave, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna so, sounds like awful. I'll go with Werfel. <laughs> so what is it three to one? Does Schuler go through? What well, did uh, Kevin picked Schuler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah three, okay, three, so one. Andrew, number eight, Bobby Douglas. Number nine, Doug Nussmeyer. Ooh, that's tough. I, I mean, Nussmeyer to me is one of the truly most horrible Saints quarterbacks I've ever seen in person. But, you know, the stats don't really back it up because it was such a small body of work that, um, you know, Douglas played more games. Um, you know, he was bad for a longer stretch. So, um, you know, they both didn't play much. Douglas played eight starts, was three and five. Nussmeyer was 0 and 2, I believe. So, uh, I'm going to go with Nussmeyer. Yeah, I'm gonna go Nuss. I'm gonna go Nussmeyer too because the thing is, like Bobby Douglas, he's so fu- he's so long ago. It's like it never happened. I remember Nussmeyer, and he was awful. Uh, yes, he I was mean Dicka Dick didn't even trust him to hand off in overtime of a game, and they just kicked a 42 yard field goal instead of letting him run it even a single play. Uh, Kevin, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna take uh, Bobby Douglas. No. So, Dave. Nussmeyer. Oh, so Nussmeyer goes through. All right. 
Uh, Dave, Ken Stabler, the four seed. Kerry Collins, the 20 seed. Hmm. I'd probably go with uh, Stabler. Well, they were both drunks. <laughs> uh, Ken Stabler, dude, in the in the 19... He, he looked like a homeless dude when he played for the Saints. Like, he looked like he crawled out of a box and would put on his uniform. Like, so, but Kevin, who you got? Stabler or Kerry Collins? Uh... Oh, God, I'll say Stabler. Andrew? Stabler. Yeah, Stabler yeah, for me. Stabler was bad. Stabler, his, his his overall record isn't terrible, but, man, in 83 he had some bad games, like I was saying last week. Like, he just, I mean, personally responsible for, like, three of those losses. Um, so this Yeah, is- I mean, Kerry Collins only played about half a season for the Saints, and he was kind of in the middle of a mediocre playoff run. Like they they had an outside chance of getting a wild card with Collins, so he he was okay. Yeah, Kevin, this one's fun. Number five, Billy Joe Tolliver. Number twelve, Richard Todd. Dick Todd. Dick Todd. <laughs> oh, Dick Todd was so bad. Oh, I remember listening to to, to to Henderson and Archie call games on the radio back in the day when when they had Dick Todd at quarterback, and it just turned into like. Archie just being sad and Jim Henderson just cracking jokes in the second half. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Dick Todd. They gave up a number one pick for Dick Todd, by the way. Andrew, who you got? Uh, I'm. I'm just gonna point out career record here. Um, Tolliver for me is a dark horse to win it all. I mean, I, I, he he would be in the mix for worst ever, in my opinion. Yeah. Tolliver two and nine career. Quarterback record in eleven starts. He lost nine games. Richard Todd is a respectable six and eight in Saints history. Um, so, and yeah, I mean, in the time in the era where Dick Todd played, I mean, six and eight is. I mean, that might as well be Drew Brees at that point. <laughs> um, I feel like so, yeah, I remember uh, Dick Todd being much worse. Yeah, I mean, statistically he was bad, but um, so yeah, my, my pick is Todd Oliver. Dave. Uh, yeah, I think I got a, I think Andrew's, uh, got a point there. I oh. think you got to go with Tolliver. Ooh, fire that out on Twitter. We got a 2-2. All right. All right. Well, I, I got to do this bracket, so somebody else do the tweeting. Uh, Kevin, fire that out. Um, so. Uh, wait, so who am I, wait, 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 who am I saying? Who's worse, Billy Joe Billy Todd Joe. or Dick Todd? Billy. You know fans are going to are gravitate towards a Billy Joe there, yeah. for sure. Here's, yep. here's, here's uh, this sounds like a, like a, a Mid-South wrestling card here. Carl Sweeten, number two, Ronnie Lee, Ronnie Lee South. Um, Carl Sweeten is bad, man. Ronnie Lee, I, I didn't even, at least Sweeten, I had a, he's mentioned in like the Who Dat History book, so I kind of knew his name. Like Ronnie Lee, I don't even know who the fuck that is. So I'm going. Yeah, I think he South played a couple games and and was bad. But Sweeten again. I mean, how could he not be a dark horse to win it at all? He he holds the record for worst completion percentage by QB that started a game. He started three of them. He was winless. He he was o two and one in three starts. Completed thirty four point six percent of his passes, which is dead last. (laughs) 
in the history of the Saints. One well, touchdown, to be fair, to be fair, nine Ronnie interceptions. Lee, <laughs> Ronnie Lee South only completed 36.8 of his passes. Well, that that's better. That's better than Sweden. How many? Pa- and his QB rating was 12.6. Worst Andrew, ever Andrew, for a quarterback much, that started What was his interception percentage? Of his not, how many passes did he throw? So 11%. Like, 11.5% of his passes so were his, intercepted. So his completion percentage was only his, – his completion percentage was 33% and his interception rate was 11%. That's, Almost 12%, That's yeah. insane. Yeah. Kevin, who you got? There, we uh, only have will, 78 uh, attempts to, to work with. He, in this. he had 78 attempts. 27 Simple. were caught by his own teammates and nine were caught by the other team. Oh my goodness! All right, we find. All right, we got a response. Who do we uh, got? Billy Joe. No. Oh. Billy Joe from from the Afrocentric Asian. He came by and said, "Billy Joe," and in parentheses, I have no idea who Richard Lee is. <laughs> <laughs> he means Richard. He means Richard Todd. All right. Well, there you go, right there. Dave, thank who you, you. Dave, thank who you, you, Afrocentric Asian. Dave, nice. who you got? Man, this is tough. I think I'm looking at the same stats that that, uh, that Andrew's looking at. Uh, I guess, I mean, Ronnie Lee South never actually started a game. He only played in four games and he didn't start any of them. Uh, all right, yeah, I guess I'll go with Carl Sweeten. Sweeten. I will also go with Sweeten. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to argue that Sweeten is – the worst, statistically the worst Saints, Saints quarterback of all time. But it, the, the the argument against him, of course, is you get into sample size. Here we go. Right, uh, right. This is 2060 John Forcade and number 10 Ed Hargett. I softened on Forcade because I did a little research. And Forcade, yeah, he kind of wrecked the franchise. If he just would have stunk when they benched Hebert, Hebert wouldn't have held out and they wouldn't have had to give up the, the one, a two, and a three for Walsh maybe. But Forcade... He played really great those last three games. He played terrible in a Monday night game where they lost to San Francisco in a heartbreak. He played terrible. The Saints were just mentally destroyed. They got just obliterated by Minnesota. That was back when Minnesota just owned the Saints. But the third game, he played against Atlanta. He played really well. The Saints ended up losing, and then they traded for Walsh, and they put Walsh right in the starter. So 4K wasn't... Like terrible, and you could look. Looking back at it, you could kind of argue that like the Saints maybe they shouldn't have panicked and 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 traded for Walsh. They maybe should have just stuck with 4K. They'd have been better off. Uh, Ed Hargett is garbage, and, and I'm gonna vote for him. Andrew, explain why he's garbage. Well, Hargett's one one game and seven starts. Um, you know, again, a completion percentage under 50 percent. Um, you know, he was another one of those guys in the late 60s and early 70s where it was just a QB carousel, and the Saints kept trying different guys, and they were all horrible, and Hargett was one of them. Um, but, you know, I mean, with 4K, you know, he's one of, I think, five quarterbacks ever in Saints history to have a winning record. Um, Drew Brees, of course, Bobby Bear, Steve Walsh was 10-9, and nine, uh, Jeff Blake, and 4K, 4K was seven and four as a starter. Oh so. yeah, because of the replacement games. They yeah, went two. So, they went. They went two and one. Yeah, you know, honestly, I don't think 4K should have beaten Bobby Scott, and I'm definitely not voting for him here. So I vote for Hargett. Kevin, who you got? Uh, I will go uh, Hargett. Dave, who you got? Uh, as as worse Hargett, definitely. 4K's got 
Brooklyn had decent moments, numbers. Yeah, yeah and decent, yeah. decent numbers. The snow game is one of the fun all-time Saints, like fun moments. Like not, not. It's I wouldn't say it's like a classic top ten or whatever moment. But that game in the snow where he was running all over the place, making throws and shit, it was fun. All right, now we got the number three seed who I wanted to be seated higher. Oh. Gary Quazzo, number fourteen, Larry Sippa, and me and Andrew were texting Sunday morning, and Andrew, Andrew gave me another, another bullet for me to fire for Quazo being the worst. They traded a number one pick. The number one overall pick in the 67 draft would end, would ended up being Bubba Smith of rock solid. Is he, is Bubba Smith in the hall of fame? I think he is. He is. He yeah. was the, he was the corner. I mean, he was certainly a, he was certainly a stud on a super bowl winning team. He was the best play. He was the best player on a team that won a super bowl because of defense and the saints, instead of taking him, they traded with the Colts for Gary Quazzo, and Gary Quazzo was so fucking terrible. He couldn't even start the first game in Saints history. That was Kilmer. That's how bad yep. Quazzo was. I mean, Quazzo, his sample size is small because he sucked. But, my God, they gave up the first overall pick for him. And just basically, like, it's like if the Saints were a ship leaving port on their inaugural journey, it's like they hit the dock and, like, put a gaping hole in the ship. I mean, it's Quazzo. No, Kevin, who you got? Uh, I am voting Gary Quazzo. How dare the Saints pass up on Hightower? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Andrew, who you got? <laughs> uh, Quazzo, without a doubt. Dave, I, I I'm I would go with Sippa to be quite honest with you. Um, Quazzo started ten games for the Saints, uh, and he went three and seven. I mean, obviously that's not very good, but uh, Sippa went one and two, and uh, Sippa meanwhile has a a basement 36.4 completion percentage. Uh, Quazzo's got at least uh, a 51.5 completion mm-hmm. percentage, and he threw seven touchdowns. Now he threw 12 interceptions. Uh, uh, Sippa threw one touchdown and three interceptions. I, you know, and it, it was so early for the Saints. They were terrible uh, right out of the box, and they weren't going to be good for another 20 years. So. Uh, you know, you you wanted to forget about Bobby Charles because it was so long ago. I feel like I feel like <laughs> you have to give Quazzo the same the same respect. So I'm going to go with Sippa. All right, uh, number six, Dave Wilson. Number twenty two, Mark Brunell. Dave Wilson, another guy they picked in the supplemental draft, gave up a number one pick for, and he was terrible. But he was a they backup. Picked, he 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 was first overall in the supplemental draft. He was he was a backup quarterback for the Saints for a long time though. I feel like I feel like with Mark Brunel, like he was just he did a good job holding that kick for Hartley in the NFC Championship game. I mean, like <laughs> like I, I, I just you know I, I vote Dave. I think yeah I'm with you. I think I think uh, Brunel gets a pass. I mean he he has a Super Bowl ring and he was kind of a advisor and you know in the team meetings with breeze and you know who knows that he i mean brunel was a guy with tons of experience and i i think he was probably a good guy to have around for breeze even though breeze was a veteran um dave wilson like you said they pick him in the supplemental draft first pick overall which cost him a first round the following year and they i think the thing that kills me with wilson is he was just around forever. 
the same and you know he he i was this was during the infancy really of my of my fanhood but i remember him and i just remember asking my parents like when are they gonna freaking get rid of this guy he, like he, he was a backup every freaking year and he, it was played, unbelievable. he played almost the he played almost the entire 86 season with jim jim morrow's first year because a bear broke his foot but that was really the only year he started an extensive amount. Otherwise, it was like spot starts. Yeah. But he was with the team for almost 10 years. Yeah. And he was terrible. You know, he was. Kevin, who you got? Um, Say those. Uh... Dave Wilson, Mark Brunel. Oh, Dave Wilson. <laughs> Dave Wilson. What's the biggest comeback in Saints history? I feel like Dave Wilson might have been a part of it. Oh, God. Because they were down twenty-eight to seven at Cincinnati, and he came. They came back and won with him at quarterback. How do you remember that? I just remember. Weird. I can. <laughs> I just can remember. I can't remember. I can't remember my anniversary, but I can remember weird Saints games from nineteen eighty-seven. I, I remember a lot of teams having ridiculous comebacks on the Saints. <laughs> uh, I mean, best come. I mean, in best comeback, you could argue the Dolphins game in the oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the 09 yeah. season. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Redskins talking, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, the ret- yeah, I was just talking like points wise down. Um, so that finishes up round two. Now, we're, so we're down to the elite eight, and these are some good matchups here. We got Heath Schuler, Doug Mosmeyer, Ken Stabler, Billy Joe Tolliver, Carl Sweeten, Ed Hargett, Gary Quazzo, Dave Wilson. I mean, that is that is some suck ass quarterbacks. <laughs> All right, so 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 we have a ton of questions. Um, if this this is from Jay Landry, Kevin, if the Saints make the playoffs, um. Or a deep run to the Super Bowl. What kind of contract does Breeze get? Uh, I the Saints basically give him uh, a. I think the Saints should just offer him a stake in the team. <laughs> the GDP, <laughs> the GDP of Iceland. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, this is from Dylan. I'm a horrible person. Were you delighted to hear about Junior's injury? <laughs> Man, ha. I, I mean, with those things where you, I never root for a player to get injured, and especially, I mean, two Achilles is just awful. I mean, that, that's as bad as it gets. Um, you know, if I'm, I'm never going to say someone deserves it, but I will definitely you say feel I bad. feel the you... least. I, I feel the least sorry I have ever felt for a yeah. guy um, to get injured, and you know, I think really it's the social media stuff last off season. Well, that, you know. here's a question from Robert. Seeing as we paid Junior so much, Kevin, do you think we could use him for spare parts, maybe an ACL for Kikaha? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take. Uh, I wouldn't take Junior Gillette for spare parts because he'd want to be. He, he'd want to be compensated for that. <laughs> I don't feel like we putting another dime into that man's bank account. I don't want a single tendon off his body in the locker room. Dave, Dave, do you think the second Achilles injury will affect Junior's belt swing? <laughs> oh, jeez. Depends That's which one. It, it depends on which leg it was in. If it's in his planting leg, yeah. <laughs> That's brutal. See, I, I would have preferred carpal tunnel. I, I would have preferred <laughs> carpal tunnel. It would have affected his... Uh, his internetting ability. Here's a great question from Dylan. What would make you more intrigued? 
Roger Goodell getting fired or Putin leaking Hillary's 33,000 emails off her server that he has. That's a tough one for me because Goodell getting fired, the, the joy that would leak out from Sean Payton when they asked him at the press conference and Drew Brees would just be phenomenal. Like, Sean Payton would probably suppress it and and – and I don't know. I don't know. Kevin, that's a great question. I feel like there's like a 25% chance that Sean Payton would like dance on Goodell's grave because he cost that man $8 million. Like you don't get over that. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I think, I think, I don't think, I don't know if Sean Payton would, uh, oh I mean, God. I, I think he would, <laughs> he would make a couple of like lame dad jokes about it. And then not worry about getting fined. Like I think that <laughs> I think that's Sean Payton's idea of busting loose is he would just bust out some just like lame, like very like level one type jokes. Maybe crack a smile and chuckle about it. Reporters would have an awkward laugh about it, and then he would just be like, "Ah, oh, no, you know, I'm just uh, just uh, looking forward to uh, seeing who they get as the next commissioner, and hopefully it'll be somebody who's a little bit more reasonable and blah 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 blah." blah. And then we'd all just kind of like, "All right." And then we would yeah, just continue our own like celebration of Roger Goodell being gone. Like man, that. but that'd be a chance. $8 million, man. I feel I, Drew Brees might not. Drew Brees says some pretty harsh things about Goodell. Sean Payton never takes the bait on stuff like that. Yeah. Putin. It, 2016, a Russian oligarch is going to decide the United States race for president. Get excited. I mean, I think it's. I think it's. A, I think there's a higher percent chance that Sean Payton would go nuts on the reporter asking him the question. Oh, yeah. Uh, who? All right. Uh, Hunt, this is from Hunter, Andrew. Who's the shocking cut this year, and who's the shocker that makes the team? Um, hmm. That's tough. I'm going to say the, the shocking – I mean, is Ellerby a shocking cut? Does that qualify? No, it could be. If, he, he's, if, if he's not playing by week two of the preseason, he's getting cut. Yeah, I'll say either Ellerby or Brandon Coleman. I'd say those are two possible shocking cuts. Um, shocking guy that makes the team, um, I will go with uh, Chris Manhurts, the tight end. <laughs> uh, Kevin, who will win a triple threat match between Junior Gallette, Billy Joe Holbert, and Willie Rofe? That's a lot about Achilles tendons. That is. Yeah, that's a that's. They don't have uh, two good ones between uh, the three of them. <laughs> well, I tell you what, since 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 we all know that Junior Gallette at least has a weapon available to him and oh, yeah. knows how to use it, uh, I'll give Junior Gallette the uh, the nod. Yeah, Dave, the likelihood that Hashtag Pokey body. Bag. This is from Alfredo. This is from Alfredo, Dave. The likelihood that Pokemon Go will result in some Saint Saint player getting fined for breaking curfew at the Greenbrier. Um, I could. It might be. It might be responsible for uh, for them like tripping over something and getting injured and ending their season. Oh God! This, this uh, Scott Fujita <laughs> injury. Could you imagine? I can see wait that. wait I can till see the first that. NFL. Yeah. Wait till the. First NFL players injured playing Pokemon Go. Some asshole it's asked. It's going to be awesome. Some asshole asked, will the podcast audio work? I blocked them. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag, huge goddammit, that's just wrong. 
Uh, will Mickey <laughs> will Mickey make Galette jump to get his check? How high? We can't jump at all because he doesn't have any Achilles tendons. Uh, JJ asks Kevin, "I'm staring into vo- into the void, contemplating a six and ten season. Should I turn and walk into the light?" Uh, I mean, how old are you? <laughs> I mean, if you're over if you're over fifty, I don't know. Maybe consider turning and walking into the light. If not, eh, hang around a little longer. You're still young. Here, Alita Sicko asks, "Which is a better junior? Which is better, Junior Galette's injury or Bernie Bros poo pooing at the DNC?" Kevin, you want to take that one? Oh, I got to Oh man, it's like, do I? I I think the whole Bernie Bro thing is just that's so just goddamn stupid. It's like, look, the guy lost. Yeah, did people want to see him win? No, people no. didn't want to fucking see him win. They didn't want to see him win. And yeah, it's kind of, it's it's shitty that he lost, and I get that you're pissed, but uh, if you really claim to be you know a member of that uh, party, then you kind of have to uh, vote for what's your face. And if you don't want to vote for what's your face, and, and, and look, I'm trying to keep this as non-political as possible, by the way. Oh, yeah. uh, and if you don't want to vote for what's your face, but you don't want to vote for uh, for uh, pumpkin face. <laughs> Then, then vote for the guy from 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 the vote for the guy from out west, and you know try and help a third party get that uh, percentage ten percent. Ten percent, they get matching funds. Yeah, uh, right. Dave, this is from Andrew Platt. Bigger year, Bird or Spiller? And don't you dare push. <laughs> uh, Spiller. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I have. The only Zero push that's acceptable, the only push that's acceptable in this podcast is if we are referencing the novel by Sapphire. Is it, is? <laughs> I don't get that. Spiller could be a God damn it, Dave. Spiller could be a surprise cut in the preseason, maybe. Ooh, that would be brutal. My God, they do have a lot of running backs, though. They do. Um, so that about wraps it up for tonight's podcast. You can go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, he's didn't you do? Didn't you just do a uh, worst Saint ever? I I thought I saw that. Maybe I was. Uh, I thought uh, we did that. I no, we it was did like, that. It was like an article on there. We did. We Kevin, did do. do you, can you like take the phone away from your your mouth? Who? <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, well, I'm holding it with my ear right now because I'm kind of like, I'm drying off my, uh, don't finish that off. sentence. Don't finish it. Yeah. I'm drying off my plate. Dave has actual news at the top of the Canal Street Chronicles. Armstead, <laughs> Lewis. Lewis is on the pup too. Jesus. Keenan Lewis is the Eric Gordon Did of you the see Saints. Jarris Bird is, Jarris Bird is not on the PUP. If you had that, come to the window, That's collect true. your winnings. <laughs> the, the Vinny, the, the Patriots signed future Hall of Famer, Famer Vinny Sinceri. Also, we didn't get to that, but whatever. Um, so you can go there and get all that on Canal Street because you can go to uh, Saints Nation. You can find Kevin on the Twitters. Kevin and me uh, like to talk politics. Fair warning, if you make inappropriate jokes, death threats, uh or anything that you wouldn't say to your mother, uh, you're going to get blocked, okay? I'm just saying it, you know? I try to be nice to you people. Hey, didn't, com- didn't something happen to Brandon Browner? 
Oh, Wasn't dude. he in the news for hitting a woman or something? Yeah, he was. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, some some asshole thing he did. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so we Man, between get... him and Galette, like the most hated <laughs> former Saints, they, uh, they've they been doing a good job strong. of... Uh, strong. Yeah, this offseason of so. uh, karma and payback. So, oh, and by the way, thanks to everybody for joining our fantasy leagues. They are full. If we get any dropouts, we'll let you know. But our fantasy auction league is filled up. Our snake league is filled up. Thanks for everybody for playing. It's going to be fun. Me and Kevin are going to be reckless and dumb during the auction draft. Um, so yeah, I have one request. Can when we do these leagues, can we all go by either our regular names or our Twitter names? Because when these people make up like Breeze to Shocky or whatever, <laughs> I have no idea who you are, and it makes it less fun. <laughs> uh, I was gonna my my thing was gonna be uh, thirty two dollars for Ben Tate was gonna be my team name. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so for Dave, for Andrew, for Kevin, uh, until next week, the bar is closed please please work please have recorded (laughs) i gave brian way too much shit for this not to work look around you can find cars like these on auto trader like that car riding your tail or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.